0: Hey y'all. Welcome back to another episode of Uninvited. It's Wednesday, July 8th. We are midweek and I gotta tell you, it feels good. I am so glad that you're here. I am so glad that uh, that a lot of you really enjoyed the first episode and I'm really glad for my family who enjoyed the second. Um. It's seriously no uh, the love and support that, that the show has been getting has been fantastic. Um, and so in keeping with with the joy that I'm feeling, I am going to start with a request. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the goodwill that you all have been showing me and I'm, I'm gonna make a request because you know you strike while the iron is hot. I just need to start by saying, look, it's been 117 days, okay? 117 days Can we please? Arrest Brianna Taylor's killers. I Mean it's been 117 days. I don't feel like that's a lot to ask um, I'm not really asking you to do that because it's not really on you to do that, but I am asking for you not to forget her and To keep that pressure on and not just for Brianna, but for Vanessa as well It's been 77 days Since she first went missing, we now know that she was murdered. Um, As far as we know, there's been no justice served. um, And the military's dragging their feet. There's a lot of things going on at Fort Hood. uh, And that's going to be a whole different um, pod uh, that I might do here over the next couple of weeks. But something's going on down there. And uh, it's not good. But we need to get justice for Vanessa. We need to get justice for Brianna. Um, And in that vein, we need to get the Violence Against Women Act passed in the Senate, passed in the House more than a year ago, and still sitting in the Senate on top of every other bill that has been sitting on, uh, I would say sitting on Senator McConnell's desk, but we know there are way too many bills for them to fit um, on his desk. I would imagine right now that that Senator McConnell's office looks very much like the the crazy cat person. That's probably what his office looks like right now. But we need to get those things done. So now that we've started the show uh, on a really high note, uh, <laughs> I I would I really would like to 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 move from from my my request. I think they sounded more like grievances, but. Like to move more from request to more of an attitude of gratitude. I have a few thank yous that I would like to extend uh, really before getting into the conversation. Uh, I have a thank you and a shout out really to the NYPD. They arrested Amy Cooper. Amy Cooper, uh, I call her the mother of Karen's. Now, don't worry. Just because the mother of Karen's has been arrested doesn't mean that her baby fire breathers aren't still invading Costco and throwing tantrums at Target all across America because they are. Um did you um I just I yeah, you know, I was just kind of doing a little kind of backstory. If you haven't read if you haven't read the New York times account going into the lives of Amy Cooper and Chris Cooper and the New York times, I highly recommend that. Uh, Amy Cooper has lived a life. She, man, she really has. And now that she's, you know, she's been arrested and I'm pretty sure she's made bail. Um, but she's lived a life, but Chris Cooper, you know, the guy she was trying to frame, um, I didn't realize this he he's a he's a comic writer and uh, editor and he now he's not an old man okay he's not a young man but not an old man do you know that Chris Cooper wrote the first ever gay human into the Star Trek universe I mean think I mean think about I mean Star Trek super progressive for the time in which it came out and then it took Chris to be the one who introduced the first gay character, uh, into Star Trek. Um, I just found that, that to be pretty amazing. Um, Chris Cooper, thank God he's alive. Can we just give thanks that Chris Cooper is alive and that, um, that Amy Cooper was not successful, uh, in calling out a, well, I don't want to say what I was going to say because... I have a, I have these delusions of grandeur that um, one day people are going to be really listening to these podcasts. I'm great. I'm listen. I am grateful for you all. But one day, you know, in my mind, there's going to be hundreds, and I don't want to get sued for saying something that I shouldn't say. But we all know that's going to happen at some point anyway. Um, but but Chris also was an assistant editor. To um, uh, to the Marvel comic that introduced their first gay character into the comic book universe for Marvel. So this dude that she was trying to get arrested. This guy's been this guy's doing some really cool stuff. I don't I don't understand the whole bird watching thing, but apparently he's really good at that too. This guy's good at a lot of stuff. Um, but Amy Cooper, mother of Karen's, arrested. Thank you NYPD. Um, thank you for doing that well. Uh, I gotta give a shout out to my boy Wyatt. Um, Wyatt, uh, accurately pointed out to me during the first episode, uh, I got on some diatribe about Will Smith and Margot Robbie and that connection between, you know, Will and Jada and the whole whatever. Uh, he pointed out to me that the movie that I could not think of was Focus, um, And I, I mean, obviously it couldn't have been that great if I didn't remember the movie, but I got to tell you, I mean, those two are magic on screen. And, uh, I haven't seen that kind of chemistry between two actors since Jay and Silent Bob. Um, but thanks Wyatt. Thanks for pointing that out. Um, Maverick, Maverick at Maverick KC. Is that, is that your, is that your Instagram Wyatt? Follow Wyatt. Great guy. Um, and apparently a running fool now. He just runs everywhere. Um, thank you to the WNBA. I don't know if you've heard this, uh, WNBA, they are going to be donning the names of female victims of police violence, including Breonna Taylor, including Sandra Bland and a few others. Uh, it's just their way of, of lifting up. Uh, the challenges um, that we're facing with regards to this need for a reallocation of public safety dollars—pretty uh, amazing. I should also note before we before I jump off the thank yous that Maya Moore, um, Maya Moore is um, Minnesota Lynx star. Um, she is a multiple national champion at UConn, uh, multi-time Olympic champion. Uh, Maya Moore uh, is one of the greatest American basketball players we've ever produced and she has spent the last two years she's taken two years out out of her prime her prime to to dedicate herself to getting Jeremy Irons I'm realizing now (laughs) his name is not Jeremy Irons that is the actor (laughs) Oh my gosh! See, this is why. This is why. Th- this is this is why I tell you all that um, to train right. So this is me fact checking myself. She did not release Jeremy Irons um, from jail, as you all remember from Die Hard um, with a Vengeance. Um, he he. There was there was no going to jail for him, um, but. Maya Moore did dedicate herself to someone who was um, wrongfully convicted um, for a robbery and an assault. He was released last week. Um, She walked away from two years' worth of game checks. She walked away from potential championships to make this happen. Um, If it had been Jeremy Irons, oh my God, that that would have been a story. Google Maya Moore and you'll get the real facts. I... Listen, I'm going to tell you right now, the president would have a field day with me. I am feel, I am full with fake news. I got nothing but fake news today. So for, for my friends, for my friends who, who adore the president, just know when he's talking about fake news, no, 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 he's not talking about CNN. He's talking about uninvited. This is why, by the way, I don't get invited to stuff. Um, so those are my thank yous. Um, I want to celebrate something. Now, now, this, so I have to admit, coming into the show, I knew that we were coming up on uh, on this date, but I wanted to to be sure, and it, and it just, it lined up because I'm uninvited. We're going to do, we're doing every Wednesday and Sunday. And so I was hoping, hoping against hope that the, this thing that I'm getting ready to talk about actually happened on, on July 8th. And it turns out it was July 8th, 10 years ago tonight. Um, Now, I recognize that some of you are going to be listening to this during the day. Uh, But 10 years ago, uh, the king, LeBron James, held a press conference with uh, Jim Gray. Jim Gray is this uh, kind of... It's weird. Jim Gray is... He's a legendary um, sports reporter... But he's also just incognito, but he he just happens to be the guy who does like the really big interview or is really the the one who's there in like some of the most iconic moments. And if you ask me to name another one, I'm not gonna know. But I'm just using I'm I'm being hyperbolic, okay? I'm being melodramatic, just go with me. So ten years ago tonight, LeBron James holds a press conference. Now you remember, he is the prize of Akron. He is the king of Cleveland, Ohio, In the entire sports world at the time is like, where is LeBron going to go? And there were multiple places that LeBron was going to go. And 10 years ago tonight on ESPN, LeBron James famously said that I am taking my talents to South Beach. Oh, man. I just, I'll, I'll never forget, and I'll never forget watching SportsCenter that night and all week of Cleveland fan. Okay, I'm just telling you, Cleveland fan, Cleveland fan. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get a little sportsy for you, but y'all hang in with me, because I, I, I I'm a sports, I am a sports person. They were burning the jersey. They were doing all kinds of stuff. The owner, Dan Gilbert, wrote this horrible, terrible letter, basically. Calling LeBron Benedict Arnold. I mean, it was it was just perfect sports fodder, and (laughs) if if the decision, the decision was bad. First of all, it was the most captivating terrible television I've ever seen in my life. I mean, it was bad. I mean, we we spent an hour of you know you you just you it's just you, you watch the Olympics and you know you all you really want to get to the sports but they've got all those feel good kind of feel good stories and they're really well produced and you're like oh you know that was really interesting oh i didn't know that about the diver oh i didn't know that about the uh the biathlete um and but and espn tried those vignettes but it was like the worst it was like I, I I can't I can't go into it enough, just how bad television that was, but man, when he said, I'm taking my talents to South Beach, things erupted. But that wasn't even the best part. And I can't recall, I believe it may have been a couple days later, LeBron James, along with D-Wade, who was already uh in Miami, you know, they famously kind of changed, you know, for him, changed it from from Dade County to Wade County and and Chris Bosch was the other big free agent signing. So this was like a super team. So it, it was as if, uh, imagine if, um, Beyonce decided that she was going to form a super group with Rihanna. And ooh I, See now, I'm gonna to sound totally lame, because I feel like Chris Bosch would have been the Pink. No disrespect to Pink. I think Pink is incredible, right? I just I think her talents are immensely underrated. But like, it would be like if Beyonce, Rihanna, and Pink formed a supergroup. That was the Miami Heat. Um, I would say don't at me on who the equivalent of the supergroup would be from from a Beyonce standpoint. But go ahead and at me. I I I'd really like to know. Um, they had this party. You you know usually teams don't have a parade until they've won something. Um, but th- they I mean it, it's Miami. Okay, you have a city that is built on 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 coke and not clothing yourselves and a bunch of fake beaches. Um, so they party. And <laughs> infamously, um, LeBron is super excited and it's a rally, right? I mean, we, we get it, right? I mean, we've, look, we've seen plenty of Trump rallies, all right? And you come and you just talk your stuff. You just talk stuff. None of it makes any sense, but it's a rally, so it doesn't really have to. And LeBron famously says, not one. Not two, not three, not four, not five. What he's referring to is like, we're going to win a lot of championships. And uh, I got to tell you, that first year, I should note, um, the Heat did go to four straight finals. Which is just kind of absurd when you think about it. Uh, they did. Spoiler alert: They didn't win that first year, and for the entire next season, all we ever did was mock LeBron, not one, and we would just stop and not one because they hadn't won one yet. I, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna level with you now. I was excited that um, this was the ten year anniversary. Uh, the Decision, and it's called The Decision. If you just Google The Decision and LeBron James, it'll all be there for you. Uh, but I got news today uh, of something else, and then I, I, I'm just going to level with you. I, I use that whole thing as a device to get to the thing that I'm going to talk about now. So there was a story that came out in the Kansas City Star today. Uh, with regards to um, the response of police departments all across the country to the protest um, in the wake of the deaths of Breonna Taylor, Ahmaud Aubrey and, and then obviously George Floyd. And so they surveyed 100 police departments in 40 of the largest metropolitan areas, which I'm still trying to figure out exactly how that work. I mean, you know, Um, so of course I read that wrong. It's not a hundred police departments, (laughs) more fake news, more fake news. It is uh, the hundred largest police departments in the country, right? Uh, I think I found that 40 because there were 40 of them who had made multiple changes. Um, of the 100 police departments who have enacted changes, since the protests started there is only one of the 100 that has not either planned to or has already instituted a change you want to take a wild guess at which department Kansas City folks not one Not one, not two, not three, certainly not five. We're the only one. This is, uh, I, you know, I was on, um, I was on a pod, um, just, um, today. Shout out to, um, um, my buddy Date. Um, um, he and I have another show called trailblazing, which we just launched. Um, and, um, you know, we were, we were kind of having this, this whole conversation around, um, the renaming of, for those, for those of you not in Kansas city, there is a, um, there's a fountain called JC Nichols, um, fountain, um, the country club Plaza was built and designed by JC Nichols. And, uh, that's where the protests were centered. Uh, ultimately, our, our Parks and Recs Department has decided to change the name uh, of the park and of the fountain um, in response to um, the recognition of his um, racist past. And I don't want to really get into that uh, right now. But it's embarrassing that our, our, our Parks and Recs Department has done more to respond to the uh, protests than uh kansas city uh for 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 in fairness in fairness to the kansas city police department um, they are saying that the reason why they have not enacted a change um, in chokeholds is because they weren't using that chokehold that they were asking to be banned Um, they had actually literally had invented their own chokehold so according to the police department they've technically Made a change because they were never doing that thing. They were they were running their own choke hold program. Not one change. Um, and what it suggests is that there's no interest in changing. So I just needed to lift that up. That's my lamentation. My lamentation is um, Kansas City deserves... Um, A public safety response that's fitting to what the people want and need. And my hope is that our city takes the desires of the people of their constituency seriously and begin to adopt changes that reflects the kind of public safety that the people of Kansas City are asking for. Um, That's my lamentation. It's actually my high horse. Um, again, I, you know, I'm not sorry about lamenting. I was going to apologize. I'm an over-apologizer. So one of the things you're going to learn about music, uh, I apologize a lot, and I'm working on that. And everyone, oh, a man that apologizes. I know, I know. Still, I over apologize, and so I'm going to work on that. So I'm not sorry for lamenting the fact that Kansas City is the only damn police department in the country. You this is not we're not we're not New Orleans. It's not LA, it's not New York, it's not Chicago. It's not Atlanta. It's not you know, Miami. It's Kansas City. Where's the political will to To ensure that the people are safe all right I'm done lamenting the lamenting phase is over I would like to get back to celebrations congratulations Patrick Mahomes you know Patrick Mahomes has had a hell of a week so I don't know if you knew this or not um, but um, Patrick Mahomes Got one of those um, publisher clearinghouse checks today. Five hundred and three million dollars. Um, pretty impressive. Uh, so I want to celebrate that. You know, the Chiefs. That means we're going to win ten in a row. Um, also, it means, man, the Chiefs aren't going to win ten in a row because we won't be the Chiefs. If we, if, if we, if we have done it right, uh, we won't be the Chiefs um going into uh the 2021 season i'm just going to put that out there but that 503 million dollar contract is not actually the thing that i'm most excited about the thing i'm most excited about is patrick mahomes is bringing a what a burger to kansas city the dude just asked for what he wants and he gets it so apparently Patrick Mahomes took to Twitter. I don't know how long ago. Say, hey, wouldn't it be awesome if there was a Waterburger in Kansas City? There, for those of you from Oklahoma, Texas, what? First, I'm gonna, I'm gonna listen. I'm gonna tell you something right now. In and out might very well be the most overrated hamburger I've ever had. I'm not saying it wasn't good. It's a good, it's a good burger. It is a really good burger, but I was—I mean, you know, In-N-Out was discussed kind of like like how you would feel if you were to meet Michelle Obama, and you know, it was more like meeting Valerie Jarrett, very impressive, but it's not Michelle Obama. Um, Shake Shack. Now I—I I know I, I know I am mixing apples and oranges. Shake Shack, In-N-Out. Really different categories. But I think Shake Shack's got in and out beat. What has both of them beat? Whataburger. burger. if you've never had it, um, it probably means that you've never gone to camp in Oklahoma. Um, so there's an upside to that. But I'm telling you, when Whataburger comes here, it will become your favorite burger place. That's what I'm celebrating. I'm celebrating St. Patrick. It is time to build the damn statue. Okay enough about mr mahomes um, so this there's a lebron theme here i don't know if you knew this or not there's a, there's definitely a, an nba theme going on here sitting around the king uh, i want to celebrate happy fi- happy 5 year anniversary of the infamous banana boat picture now again i you with i'm not paid by google by the way even though i did find out that I didn't know that Google had a podcast. I didn't know they had a, a, a podcast platform. So if your favorite aunt or uncle relies on Google for podcasts, they can find Uninvited there. Um, but for yourself, just do yourself a favor and Google Banana Boat. Banana Boat in LeBron James, Banana Boat in Chris Paul. So five years ago after the season, okay, LeBron James. Um, The great player who who we were just talking about with a decision, Chris Paul. Uh, If you've ever seen, I don't know if you've seen the State Farm commercials. Um, He's the basketball player in the State Farm commercial. And Carlton from Fresh Prince is trying to imitate Chris Paul to get access into things. Like, Chris Paul is the guy. So he was on the banana boat. Uh, Dwayne Wade, one of the greatest uh, NBA players of all time, just retired. Uh, at the end of the um, 2018 19 season um, and um, Gabrielle Union um, actress um, she's now married to Dwayne Wade I think they may have been engaged no maybe I think they maybe just gotten married um, and so they were on this it was literally like a banana boat and so it, it became a meme uh, and every time there were any trade rumors, we'd be like, are we going to get the Banana Boat Gang together? And for some reason, a lot of people just lump Car- Carmelo Anthony um, into the Banana Boat Gang. But Melo wasn't there. And I'm really like, are you, how are we conflating um, Gabrielle uh, Union and and, and Mello? Um, but speaking of Gabrielle Union, so I've gone from lamentations to celebrations. And now, uh, I'm actually moving to apologies. Now it's not me offering apologies. Uh, these are, I think over the last few weeks, I think we're starting to see like some, some well publicized apologies that I I think are worthy to lift up. And, and, and one uh, apology, um, is, was from Terry Crews the um old spice man um apologized to gabrielle last month for not sticking up for her when she was um uh, she was only on i believe for one season maybe two um shout out to annalyn annalyn if you're listening you can um you can fact check me on that cuz i i feel like it, listen annalyn tapridge is just one of the sweetest human beings that i know um Huge Gabrielle Union fan. I th- I'm, I'm pretty sure that if there was a Gabrielle Union fan club, Anna Lynn would be um, the president of that. Um, but she left America's Got Talent. Not, not Anna Lynn. Gabrielle. Uh, left America's Got Talent. Uh, and she said it was a very hostile environment. And um, that it was um, pretty much a, a racist Environment and um, Terry Crews apologized for for not really having her back, and um, you know I actually think that's that's big big of Terry Crews. Um, there's so much more that Terry Crews could be apologizing for right now. His whole tweet on. Let's make sure that Black Lives Matter don't become Black Lives Better. I really wish he would apologize for that. Um, but the thing that Terry Cruz, on top of justifiably so apologizing to Gabrielle, I don't want to make light of that because that was a really for her it was a very hostile environment, and for Terry to to kind of sweep that under the rug and say no, it wasn't really that bad, um, really really made it look like that maybe she was just kind of talking out of her out of her mouth, yeah, you, know, you know, out of the side, you know, like. Like, she was crazy, um, and that she's maybe trying to gaslight us. But, turns out, he acknowledged, like, yeah, I should have had her back. That was my that was my bad. So, I, I give him credit for that. I think the thing that Terry Crews really needs to apologize for is for handing Trump the blueprint on how to be so woefully unprepared, and yet still become president. Um... And for speeding up the process by 489 years, right? Um, I don't know if you, if you've seen *Idiocracy*. Um, Terry Cruz is the president, and I, I feel like I feel like Trump watched that and said, "Hey, this is possible, and it's scary. It's scary the trajectory that we're on. So it won't be. It won't be. It won't be 2505." before, before that happens. I can guarantee you that. How does Luke Wilson still look the same? I mean, are he and and Paul Rudd, like, are they, are they Scientologists? It seems like only Scientologists kind of hold on to their age. Like, I'm talking about the men. Um, are they Scientologists? I mean, what else explains, like, their timeless, timeless looks? Um, Shout out to Tom Cruise, by the way. Shout out to Tom Cruise. He's reprising his role as Tom Cruise in uh, Top Gun 2. That's, um, that's coming out soon, I think. Um, Wyatt would know. Maverick. At Maverick KC, Wyatt would know. Um, so, Terry Cruz has apologized. I think he still owes us an apology. Um, Trump. Wow, Trump, Trump, you, you ever do that thing where you swear off Twitter for a couple days and then you decide to get back on Twitter and you've got, you've got to scroll up like there's like 37 hours worth of tweets and you, you're kind of like, man, I, I don't really want to scroll through all of this but I kinda wanna see what I missed kind of thing because you swore it off and you're like, ah, oh, I'm done and then you decide to come back and you gotta go through all this stuff. I feel like that's what happened with the president. Like the president woke up and it's like, oh my God, they found a noose in Bubba Wallace's thing but it wasn't really a noose. So Trump took to Twitter, what, on Monday? Uh, demanding an apology from Bubba Wallace who was that we thought was the 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 uh, intended victim of said news. And so the president placing all the blame on Bubba Wallace, saying he should apologize. And, and of course, Bubba Wallace, who is a NASCAR driver and, I don't know, not the president of the United mm-hmm. States, took the Twitter with a very... I don't know, very mature reason response and he's a kid. I mean, he's what 25, 26 years old. Um, he's actually issuing the kind of response that you would hope that a president, um, would, would offer. Um, but Trump is just, you know, the the president, look, he is, he is feeding, he's feeding his, his base, um, the red meat, um, the red meat that they want. Um, I got to tell you, man, like it's in order for me to feel just like to try to remind myself of what it was like to have a president. I started rewatching the West Wing. Um, I will say this. Trump is no Jed Bartlett. That's for sure. Um, it could be argued that he's not even a Barack Obama. Um, I was, shout out to Ted. Uh, Ted runs uh, uh, Room 39 uh, here in Kansas City in uh, Brewery Imperial. Shout out to Ted. Um, Talking with Ted um, the other day, and um, he shared with me um, something from uh, one of the folks in in, um, his extended family, not his direct family, but extended family, and... I'm gonna to be totally professional and and pull it up while uh, while I'm talking because as we're, as I'm going through this diatribe, I realized I, I wanted to to bring it up. I I'm just gonna I'm just gonna read it, if that's okay. And here's what it says: To those who hate Donald Trump, first of all, I don't really hate Donald Trump. I know I know some people do. I don't I don't I don't hate him. I would like to say that many of us felt the disdain for President. Obama, Um, I'm not even going to read the whole thing because I'm just realizing that um, he typed Obama, not Ted, uh, the person who had sent this text out, had text Obama, o apostrophe B-A-M-A. It was hard to take when he went overseas and apologized for America. It was hard. To bear when he announced that America was no longer a Christian nation. So, I'm not going to go on. I'm not going to go on with that. Um, But I think the thing that I was taken aback by um, in this diatribe of all of the ills of of President Obama um, was that it was just so glaringly incomplete. Like, he didn't mention the brown suit. Um he didn't mention the Dijon mustard apparently that the president put on a burger. Um, and he didn't even mention the the killing of Osama bin Laden. I mean, that list is so incomplete. Um, so I, you know, if anything, I, I, I think the person who sent this should apologize. Don't, don't send me incomplete work. If you're going to go in on Obama, go all the way. Don't, don't mess around with it. Um, did you guys hear that Ryan Adams apologized? Man, he's been kind of in hiding for a while. He apologized to Mandy Moore, and uh, he apologized to I don't know. I I didn't realize just how creepy the dude is, man. And I I so I mean I I don't know. I don't know if Mandy accepted his apology. I don't know if the other people accepted his apology. Just Google Ryan Adams apology. Um, but the question I have. Is are we good with Ryan Adams now? Like, is there a statute of limitations for when we're good with him? Um, because I, I don't necessarily I don't put him in R Kelly R Kelly category. I mean, I don't I don't put him there. Uh, I do have I do have to ask. Maybe this is a request. I should have put this on the request part. Can the ignition remix be exempt from the R Kelly ban? Too soon. Okay, I'm going to move on from that. Um, so I guess I probably shouldn't ask about Aziz Ansari. I mean, he was really, I mean, he was funny on the Parks and Rec thing. Uh, and Did you guys see that? The Parks and Rec thing? Um, that was on, it was about a month ago. It was for uh, for charity, for, uh, I believe, like COVID um, first responders. It was really good. But whatever happened to the guy that played Mark? You guys remember? You remember Mark? I don't even think he made it to season two. But Mark was supposed to be the gem of Parks and Rec. And it's almost as if they just like that, that Mark doesn't even exist. I mean, Gary gets more love. Gary gets more love than Mark. I feel really sorry for that guy. I feel really sorry for that guy. Okay. So here's the thing. I am almost done rambling. Um, but before I get out of here... I, I, I don't want to end on such a sour note, okay? So, I looked up July 8th and um, there are a couple things that, that happened on uh, July 8th. Uh, Ten years ago today, um, Christopher Nolan's Inception came out. Look, I don't know if you've seen Inception or not, but if you haven't, this is... I don't know I, I feel like I, I feel like this is the best thing that Leo has done I mean Leo has done I'm, I'm referring to Leonardo DiCaprio because I talk about celebrities as if I know them um, this is probably the best work I think he's done and I for the money I think uh, this may be Christopher Nolan's best work uh, even though interstellar was amazing and then obviously Obviously, um, um, oh my gosh, which one was it? Was it uh, Dark Knight? Dark Knight, Heath Ledger. Whoo, man! I, you know, starting with Memento, I just, I just don't know if there's anything bad that he's done. Um, now, here's the thing: I'm gonna do something now. There's because there's another thing that happened on on July uh, July eighth. And uh, I don't know if I can do it or not. Um, So if I do it, and then all of a sudden you never hear Uninvited on any um, uh, podcast again, this will probably be why. 24 years ago, y'all. 24 years ago, this... uh, This jewel of a song came out, um, of which I'm still waiting on the apology. This has been Uninvited. Peace out, y'all.